All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the SA Voice Podcast. My name is Leighton, one of the hosts and the producers here. And today I'm joined by Dan. Thanks for joining us, Dan, and welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Awesome. Good stuff, man. I uh, appreciate your time and, and you're making yourself available. Um, I know that this ending to the school year was nothing like any of us have ever seen before. Um, I was just wondering... How were the last few months for you at school and how did you find working virtually? Was it, was it different or did you, or there, were there some things that you enjoyed about it? Uh, well, we were pretty fortunate cause uh, we were just pretty much ending the semester. Like we had one week left. We had an okay. exam um, going into like that following Monday when everything shut down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't really have anything more like virtually and stuff. So it was pretty, it was pretty easy for us at the end. The only thing we had to do was just um, the exam online. I guess that was kind of tough because um, we had to collaborate more yeah. online and not be in person with everyone at school, you know? Yeah. We, we have such a good core group where we all like got together and um, studied hard together. And we just didn't have that important piece going into the last exam. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Reminder of viewers and myself, what program you were in, I believe it was accounting, correct? Yeah, I was in the business administration accounting, uh, three-year diploma. And did you just finish? Did you graduate? Yeah, I just graduated. Nice. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Unfortunately, it wasn't the traditional graduation ceremony. Um, hopefully, something can happen for you guys here um, to get the proper recognition you deserve. I remember walking across the stage last year and uh, nothing like it. Everybody deserves to do it and puts the time and the effort in. So hopefully something happens for you guys for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited for that part when that happens. So Absolutely. Uh, so um, how's your summer been? I know you have the, have the, the, the boy, your son. Um, how have things been with him kind of getting off of school early and uh, not really having access to like kids summer camps and stuff. How has it been as a, as a student uh, parent? Well, it was, um, it was really tough. Like at the beginning, um, you know, trying to uh, like study for the last exam and then he was at a school. So I had to like teach him at home while I was like studying myself, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, not having those uh, after school like programs and stuff for him to go to. Um, but he's he's been pretty good, and our summer was is, has been awesome. Um, and I I believe because everything's shutting down, like the schools and stuff, it's good to like teach your kids throughout the summer, even though like the, their summer was supposed to start like June thirtieth, right? I just think it's important to like keep up with the school stuff because there's so much that they learn in school that at home it's totally different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some of the things that you're kind of practicing with him on a weekly basis? Is it just the math and the sciences? Or are you guys reading books for the kind of the English approach too? Or how are you handling that? Yeah, we do a lot of uh, different things. Like like we have a set schedule. Like Monday would be like science. And then we'll read too. Like um, we'll read every day. I'll, I'll read to him before he goes to bed and stuff. Um, have him like read to his teachers okay that was the first little bit but yeah we do a bunch of little things to try to spread it out that's good 
That's proactive. I applaud that that approach. That's great, man. Um, I know that this time has been so unprecedented for for people having the kids at home, and it's been hard to balance work life um, and children all in the same day. Uh, what have been some maybe some blessings or some great things that have come out of this for you, and what are some things that you uh, you could do without? Well, I, I uh, one of the biggest things is like being a student, right, and um, going into school again next year. September I've kind of been able to like relax this summer not have to like find work you know and um, even though there's nothing really out there that I can uh, get right Mm -hmm. well at the beginning when this happened Um, something that I can I've 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 um, I've started like a lot of new hobbies and stuff yeah since it started too like i've been uh, into like a lot of space stuff okay so like the science approach yeah nice. so i've been doing a lot of like research in space and um wanting to buy a telescope and really um yeah so and i've uh i've been outdoors a lot more like going on hikes and stuff and i love going camping um mm-hmm. I sit out in the backyard, have a fire, like, almost every night. There you go. Can't be that, man. There's nothing like a fire on a summer night. Um, where have your family gone camping recently? I remember our conversations about a month ago. You went up to Bon Echo, correct? How was that? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I love the place. It's really beautiful. Um, I haven't been to a lot of, like, there's so many provincial parks you can go to. Um, and not saying, like, they're not beautiful, too. But this <laughs> one is just at home with me yeah for sure um bon echo is beautiful i definitely recommend it to anybody listening or watching to get up there um there's something about that cliff face overlooking the two lakes there and and having that point that shallow point where they kind of converge you know at the top there yeah that's cool we never got the chance to actually go up because uh some of the trails were shut down Uh, okay the ferry like the boat that they have there the boat tour yeah that wouldn't be running right now and all that makes sense um so let's circle back to your uh new hobby found in like stargazing um i think that's awesome man i'm i'm a big fan of that um i don't own a telescope myself but i've always been interested in the stars and celestial objects there's so much unknown out there that you can't help but uh just kind of wonder and be fascinated um, what do you think of the recent exploitations of humans on Mars? And do you think that a goal of having humans on Mars by 2030, do you think that's attainable? I don't know. I like, I didn't, I haven't read like into that much like, on Mars. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. A few technical difficulties there. Um, but let's get back into it. Dan, we were just discussing um, some of the things you're reading about with your fascination with uh, space. Yeah, I've been... Uh... It's mostly been like about paranormal, like uh, or parallel universes and stuff. Like, or out, not in our own like solar system. Yeah. But I've uh, been just like doing research on like black holes, and I just find it really unique, you know, what's out there. Um, rather than just like the stuff in our own solar system. It's uh, it's so fascinating, man. There's so much to, to study about and learn about. Um, I know that recently in the last year or two, we have captured the most high definition photo of Pluto that was humanly possible. 
when Pluto was discovered in the, uh, I want to say 19th century, 1800s there, it was nothing but a speck, right? And now we've got this huge, beautiful picture blown up. You can see the caps, you can see some of the mountains and the terrain on Pluto. And it really just, uh, it's a testament to how far technology has come and just what we're capable of seeing and exploring. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, that's why I'm so much like more fascinated by it now. When I was a kid, right? Like when you're a kid, you, there wasn't that much technology and advanced technology. We're, um, we didn't know much about the universe now than we did like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so it, it's super cool to kind of hear. Um, were you aware a couple of weeks ago that uh, Elon Musk company, Falcon, um, and uh, what's the name of the company again? Um, SpaceX. SpaceX. Thank you. Falcon is the is a rocket that SpaceX built. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they sent civilian companies, sent um, private companies, sent NASA astronauts to uh, to the space station, which was pretty cool. So it's the first uh, first private joint um, civilian flight in history. Yeah, that was pretty uh, amazing. I actually missed when they did the launch because they were actually cutting the grass. <laughs> priorities right my friend oh yeah had to get that done absolutely um so let's shift gears a little bit here uh dan um having just come out of school with your um advanced diploma i was wondering what kind of skills are you focusing on as a young professional to kind of round out uh what you're doing right now so i guess my question is if you could learn one new professional skill uh what would it be and why well, I, um, my mind was always set on accounting mm -hmm. throughout my life. Um, but now like some of the challenges that I, uh, saw myself doing throughout the three years is like when, when I had some of the HR courses, um, and the type, like the type of job that I'm kind of looking for in the future is like a management type role. Absolutely. You know, and like, and I, I find it challenging like in HR, but um, I think it's like my go-to, like I'm a people person and I really like enjoy um, laying down the book, I guess, like the rules and. <laughs> right. Um, so you're kind of focusing on more of a human, uh, human approach to business instead of numbers, which has been your forte in accounting. Yeah. And then I also like, I want to work with numbers too at the same time. Right. Yeah. So if I was, Right on. So thanks, Dan. Um, my next question for you then is, uh, what's the worst job that you've ever had in your life and uh, where was it? Well, I've, uh, I've, I haven't had many, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I, I worked at Metro for 11 years. Okay. Um, so I would say that was like, it was the best job at the time, like the manager I had there and stuff. But then everything went down south um, when the new management came in. When I started the three-year program in accounting, um, I still kept the job at Metro, but it was like it, it caused a lot of stress. The new management and stuff that came in there pretty much forced me to quit. Like I went from loving the job to actually not like liking it at all. Um, and then when I started working at the college, uh, those are the other just two jobs I've ever had. Um, work in maintenance and uh, working at the SA. Mm. Um, those were 
they're pretty amazing jobs. Like, um, I have nothing but good things to say about those jobs that I've had there and the people that I've met. Uh, but it's made Metro definitely <laughs> the worst job that I've had. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I know that you and I met through working for the SA, and I know that it's both brought us uh, a lot of great opportunities. So nothing bad to say about that. If I had to pick my worst job, not because the work or the people were bad, but I spent um, about eight months as a, um, a landscaper. So I was out in British Columbia in the heat of summer. Uh, there was torrential rainstorms, there was mosquitoes, and uh, I was basically just a manual labor for about seven, eight months there. And uh, man, was that not fun. Wow, yeah, it wouldn't be fun actually, being in the heat all the time. Yeah, no, there's, uh, there's no, nothing fun about doing that, but uh, definitely build some character. So it's, uh, I'm glad I had that experience, but I know it's not meant for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, well, I, I, I understand that because being outside, it's like, it's so, it's too much actually if you're doing it like five days, you know, like uh, full time, five days a week. Yeah. Um, when I was working with maintenance at the school, like I did some lawn work and then I do like painting inside the school and stuff. And that was, that was the best because I was doing a bunch of like different trades yeah, so kind of a handyman to, uh, of all trades, eh? Jack of all trades, I guess, is what they say. Oh, yeah, and it's helped out big time even here back at home. I stuff, bet. Right? Um, so what are some other skills that you've developed around the house, man? Uh, what are, you, are you into cooking? Do you, like, uh, do you like to get your cooking game on? Oh, yeah, I love cooking. Really? What's, uh, what's your favorite meal to cook? Um, well, this year on the... <laughs> This year I've been barbecuing a lot, nice. um, but if it was going to be like something homemade recipe or, um, I'd say chili. I really love making chili. Really? Yeah. I love throwing in just random things that people have never tried before. Like, um, I'd even like cook bacon before and then just toss that in after. Okay. Cook, even turkey, like all oh, people put turkey in there. I think we're going to have to have a follow up episode. We do cooking with Dan. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, after get dance chili going how about that yeah while well, we were talking about it the other day we were like we need to make a chili here soon yeah <laughs> it's uh chili's not um really a summer dish though you kind of have it like a warm comfort food in the winter at least in my family anyway yeah well it's nice because we've got the air conditioning going and stuff feels like winter time i guess oh that's true yeah in your basement eh <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, yeah, just a few more questions here for you, man. Um, it, hypothetically speaking, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? It's a really tough question. I know. Eh? I think like living in between like the mountains and stuff, I know like Switzerland, it's a beautiful country and there's okay. so there's, like, there's so much there. Oh, Lost my breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to get back on this, but yeah, Switzerland's a beautiful country, and I, I think I'd want to live there. Have you done um, any touring of Europe? Uh, no, I haven't actually, and I'm sure if I if I did, I'd probably have a few other places in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I fully 
fully support and recommend traveling to anybody. Obviously, it's going to be tough in the next uh, couple of years with what's going on in the world right now. Uh, but while we're young and we've got a little bit of disposable income and before our, our days get filled up with work and raising kids, um, definitely try to travel or, or find somewhere that our kid family to travel. I know there's tons of places to go in Canada in the next year here before things calm down, but I'm with you, man. I'd love to, I'd love to travel Europe. So maybe we'll see you in Switzerland one day. Do you have a specific place where you would, where I would go? Yeah, I think, um, I think Europe as well. I, I have a thing for Germany, south of France. Um, but I've always kind of stuck, something in my mind is stuck with me. I really want to go to Japan. I really want to experience that culture and that cuisine. And uh, kind of just, I think, just being in that country and seeing how ancient it is and just where everything they've come from, all their learnings, all their techniques, cuisines, like I said, would be fantastic. So I would I would have to say Japan. Yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. I uh... Uh, back to even the Switzerland thing, like, um, well, because you know, you know me, I'm a big hockey guy, um, <laughs> and being a French Canadian, I think I would, I would blow them out of the water playing hockey there. <laughs> yes, yes, you probably would, man. Um, yeah. So it's gotta be, I, I gotta go live somewhere where hockey is big. Yeah, no kidding, right? Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Let's talk hockey for a few minutes here. I know we got some sports fans listening. Um, amongst the student population um, from a science and kind of human perspective obviously there's tons of risks involved we don't want any of these players to get sick um, but do you think that there was value in starting the season again or do you think that they should have scrapped it and just started a brand new season in uh, like October to be honest they should have just scrapped it and then had it start in October like try and do the even if they had to do like the two hub cities for like the season or something you know um because there's gonna be no fans at any of the arenas anyway when this gets back and go on even next year in january probably yeah um, um yeah i think it was i have mixed emotions about it because yeah i want to see hockey and stuff but um at the same time yeah they should have they should have scrapped it and just had to play in october that's the perfect kind of response. I think everybody's got mixed emotions right now. The fans inside all of us are super excited that puck drop is uh, end of August here. Excuse me, um, end of July here. So August 1st, I believe, is puck drop. But, I mean, yeah. we're still in the middle of a pandemic, man. It's pretty crazy that um, these things are taking a priority and the advertising dollars are pushing these organizations toward doing that. Um, but, as we all know, um, we're not in control and we'll see what happens. And I'm hoping for some good hockey at, at the, at the end of the day and, and something that is worthy of the Stanley cup playoffs. And that's all we can hope for. Right? We want to get it going. Yeah. They can say at the end of the day that it's just like, they want to do it for the fans and the fans have an itching at us to get back. I, I talked to a lot of fans and they would be totally fine with them just scrapping it. I think so too. I think there's obviously complete understanding amongst the fans um, that this is a weird year, um, but we'll see. I, it's kind of cool that they are pushing on. Uh, I just hope nobody gets sick and uh, the families and players and all the staffs stay safe. Obviously you don't want people to die for, so that we yeah. can have hockey. Right. So that's the, that's the big worry. Um, oh, totally for, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, have, like problems, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So Dan, what are what are some plans for the rest of your summer and, and what do you have looking forward to this fall? You're coming back to school? Are you taking the BBA, I heard? No, was, uh, I'm coming back for HR. Oh, right. Okay, so that was what you meant in the earlier part. Okay, I didn't know that you had enrolled, so pardon me. Yeah, no, that's okay. Not a problem. I know a lot of people like from my accounting program, they're going straight into like the BBA and stuff, but that wasn't something that I really set my mind on. Fair enough. Yeah. I that, could be, that could change in the future. Like I could be working on it. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, well, kudos to you. I know the HR program is good. It's going to be a two year add on, correct? Uh, it's for me. I got like, it's just a one year. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's cool. Then uh, come in and get it done. Why not? Eh? Yeah. I think after this year, they're changing it though. I think it's going to be a two year. So you snuck in. Yep, snuck in just <laughs> get a three-year diploma in one year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but for the rest of the summer, yeah, we don't we don't really have a lot like planned, but uh, just doing a lot of yard stuff, I guess. And um, we're going camping again at Bon Echo. Nice. <laughs> the end of August. So I was hoping to actually get uh, start reading a lot of like HR textbooks that get prepared for the fall. Yeah, just to kind of stay ahead of the game because like time, um, time management is like so key in college and any program. I I believe um, your time management has got to stay consistent and you got to prioritize and and reading takes a lot of your time out of the day too, right? Yeah, to so sit down and read those hundred pages that you need to read a week takes dedication, man. And uh, there's so many better things to be doing in the summer than reading a textbook. So if you got the willpower to do it, man, kudos to you. Um, but I think that's why they call it summer break for a lot of us, for sure. <laughs> well, I think because the, under the circumstances of being off, like even finishing school by like April 1st, um, that I haven't really done much, right? Like just like enjoying the summer relaxing and stuff but i think it's time to like kind of get into a consistent schedule get the brain working a lot more again yeah absolutely i know um i didn't do much schoolwork towards the end there myself i uh, got all my assignments in and stuff and then uh besides working for the sa i know that uh april and may were not very <laughs> Uh, studious months for me. I didn't use my brain much. There's a lot of Netflix and stuff, which I think a lot of people fell into, but you can't stay there. It's okay to be there for a while, but you can't stay there. You need to want to grow. So I applaud yeah, that. Sure. I, applaud. And I, I hope to be back actually at the SA in the fall. Yeah, man. Like there I know. was great opportunity there when I did my placement there too, right? Oh, absolutely. I know um, to have you on the accounting side or, or the front desk and stuff, uh, you're a great asset and we love seeing you every day. That's why I wanted to get you on the show and catch up with you. So uh, I appreciate your time, Dan. I think, uh, I think I'll let you go for now. But um, I just want to say again, thanks for your time. I hope you have a great rest of your summer, man. And uh, when this all comes down, I know I'll see you in the Student Association this fall, brother. Yeah, thank you, Leighton, for having me on. And uh yeah i'd love to do it again and enjoy the rest of your summer as well yes awesome thank you appreciate that sentiment man and um thanks for thanks for coming on again and we'll talk to you soon okay thanks dan yeah thank you thank you Layton. all right cheers take care man yeah you too